Great. Hello, friends. Um, hopefully, this is working. I quite literally am in my basement, as you can uh, tell by my background. Um, it is a great joy to be able to share with you today um, and talk to you guys. Because one, I mean, let's just celebrate today. Let's just celebrate the fact that we made it to the end of the semester, that we made it to, um, yeah, to Christmas. We made it to the December. We're in Advent now. And, and the Lord has done a lot this semester. He's done a ton um, despite uh, most of our houses shutting down and quarantine for, um, for a month almost. We had, but yet we still had men's groups that, and women's groups started. We had Bible studies that have started. Um, household, we had formation retreat. We had, um, in general, formation went on. Um, the Lord has done a lot, and we should celebrate that. That's a big deal. That's amazing. Like, praise God that we were able to do that. Praise God that we were able to dwell together in our households, that we were able to be on formation retreat, that celebrate the fact that men and women are coming to know Jesus through the relationships they're building in those groups. Praise the Lord. Um, so yeah, so let us, let's celebrate that tonight. Um, and that's kind of what we're doing here tonight. Um, we, I want to like, bring us into, the Lord has been speaking to our community despite the fact that we've been spread out throughout different houses. The Lord has been speaking very clearly to our community. And I just want to bring us into that tonight. I want to share a little bit of these words that have been coming up um, and then kind of redirect us now looking to next semester. Like, where is he taking us? Because the Lord doesn't just like, all right, hey, we've arrived anywhere. No, it's a journey. You know, we're, we're never going to arrive until we actually make it to the destination of heaven, right? We talked about that at, at um, SMR, that we're, we're fighting here for the kingdom. Like, that's, that's the goal. That's where we're directed towards. But now, looking to the future, how, what's the Lord doing in our, in our community and in the lives of this body here? Um, so that's, that's the hope for tonight. And then in that, too, of like, even where does Phantom Flame? You know, Phantom Flame's right around the corner. And, and how does that fit into where the Lord's been directing us? So, so we're going we're gonna to talk about that here tonight. Um, so here we go. So I want to start, though, with a story. I want to start with a story um, because, I mean, who, who doesn't like stories, you know? And this was whenever, this was back in May. And it was actually like a word that I received, I think, for our community. But I, I actually forgot about it and actually until I was preparing for this talk. And so it's very fitting because... So what happened was back in May, myself, Packer, and a couple of the other missionaries from around the country, we went on this week-long camping trip in the Boundary Waters up in North Minnesota. And the Boundary Waters, it's a very protected space where there's, there's no motorized view, uh, boats or anything allowed on the water. So we canoed into the Boundary Waters for 12 miles up, and we camped on this little island in the middle of one of the lakes up there. Where we're, while we were there, so like literally we just fished pretty much all day long. We hung out. We like, at night we would start a fire and it was, it was an incredibly beautiful area. I mean, it's this very protected area. You know, like there wasn't, there's no like pollution. There was nothing. There was just like, just us in nature. It was just us um, getting to be out in the wilderness. Um, so even for like the fire, we had to go out and cut down and, and, and bring our own wood, like collect, gather our own wood and everything. Um, build our fire. We had like everything that we like packed in, like we were packing out because uh, there was no trash cans out there. So um, it was an incredible, incredible experience. And just the amount of peace, it was just like so quiet. You know, like you could just, in the morning time, you wake up and it's just like the mist going over the lake and it was just quiet. It was still, it was peace. And but one of the times, there's this one, um, one evening actually though, I was uh, gathering some wood and I struck this um this log trying to you know trying to cut it 
but like I was right by the water and we were over right we were on an island and it struck and it literally like it just echoed um it reverberated literally all throughout and it was amazing it was just like I hit it it was just like I'm gonna do it again like it was just like this incredible like moment where it was just like the Lord just I don't it was just this peace and quiet but like when he struck this like solid wood it just made like it just reverberated throughout all across the water and all around this lake um, but then there was this like um, hollow decaying log that was next to it and I struck that just to see what would happen and it, it didn't it like didn't reverberate it just kind of like it damp the sound was so damp and it's just like boom just very like dull very bland um and I think, and as I was praying about this actually the next day, it was just like, my prayer for the community was like, I want us to be a community that reverberates when we're struck by the Lord. That when we're struck by the Lord and what he speaks to us, that it reverberates across. Like whoever we're talking to, whoever we're meeting across this campus, across this globe, that like it just reverberates. You know, I might not see the end of it. I might not see where it's going, but I know that it's actually like, it's making this very beautiful sound across the water. That's my hope for this, that as I read these words to you, that it actually strikes something in you and that, but it doesn't just stay there. It's not like this decaying log, but it actually is going to be directed into, um, and actually reverberate for, and actually for everybody to hear what the Lord speak to our community, because it's not just for us to stay. It's not like this log that's just going to dampen it. No, we want to actually move this into action and allow it to reverberate across this world to our families, our friends, everyone that we meet. So there's, in all of the words, there's been a ton shared, praise the Lord. I, I've narrowed it down to there's four themes, okay? There's four themes for us. And I want us to like really, so as I'm reading through these and praying, I'm not going to like go word for word for all of them. But I want us to actually have a time of like, be actually mindful and prayerful of the Lord. What's he speaking to you in this time? Because he, because he wants something for us in this. Even now, today, like a lot of these words were shared all throughout the semester. But I think it's all leading up to today because this is where we're living is in the reality of today, looking towards tomorrow and to what, what's to come. Um, so let's have a, let's be prayerful as I'm praying through this. Let's, let's, let's be attentive to what the Lord's speaking. So, okay, so the, for the first one is our, our God is a promise keeper and his promise is for an abundant life. Okay, that's the first one. Our God is a promise keeper and his promise is for an abundant life. So again, and so there's been words that have been shared. Sorry, you're on a music stand, so you might be shaking. Um, so a couple of these, a couple of these words that kind of coming up, a lot about his lordship, a lot about um, his lordship in all circumstances, no matter what. He's constantly speaking new life into us, calling us deeper than we have gone before. Um, and that, like, again, this is like returning to the canopy of his lordship and devotion as, a, as his people, as we were called to be his people. And there's a, a banquet feast, right? We've, I mean, we've, we've, we've spoken this word before, but there's a banquet feast. Anything we need to leave in order to come isn't even comparable because the Lord has a banquet in store for us. Um, and that's, and so in this, this promise, this, this prom this greater promise that he has for us. Jesus asked us like Peter to cast out into, into deeper, in, 
cast us out deep into our daily lives. Death is unsearchable. It's unknown to us most of the time. But like Peter, each time we have come to these places of trusting God's commands, an abundance quickly follows. The Lord wants to produce a transformation in our daily lives for His glory. No longer just fishers of students, but actually His children and heirs. Cast out your net. Cast out your nets of fear. Cast out exhaustion of doubt, of pride, loneliness into the deep for a catch of abundance. So this one actually, I read this one last because actually this, this flows directly into the second one. Okay, So the second one is actually, um, so with the first one, this is the first one is um, our God is a promise keeper and his promise is for an abundant life. Okay. So the second one is, is surrender to divine providence and a trust in his sovereignty. All right. A surrender to divine providence and a trust in his sovereignty. So just like this, of the actually surrendering that, that fear, that exhaustion, that doubt, the pride, the loneliness, the, you might be isolated right now. Like wherever you're at, like surrendering that. Because I actually like trusting in his sovereignty, that he has abundance for us. So, so that's the second one. So, so this is, so there's words here that saying reclaiming the, the new life that he has brought before, that he brings new life again. So he's brought us into life, but he's bringing more and a newness of life again today. So, the Lord is calling us to strip away any anything that which we're, any way that we're selling goods in the temple. Let me re- restart this. The Lord is calling us to strip away any of the goods that we might be selling in the temple area. That any way that we're, we're using our own faith, not for God's purpose, but but for ourselves, and that the Lord is asking us to step out and to trust that He can obliterate any obstacle that we might have all these mountains in our way, but that actually he could toss the mountains into the sea. That we might be like holding on to selfishness, self-reliance, all these things, but to actually surrender that and actually trust that he can obliterate that and move those mountains out of the way to enter into that greater promise as we talked about. And here's another one that says, he's affirming that our desires and dreams are good things because he put them there. But when we hand them to him, he transforms them into something so much greater. He has promised abundance and providence to us. Praise the Lord. Um, and he, there's been a, there's a strong word also spoken. I'm just going to read this whole thing. Um, bear with me. This is there's a strong. I think the Lord has something here for us. The Lord is speaking to the idea that some of us were holding on to a subliminal mindset that we are being deprived this year of what this year could have been or what it should have been. He is speaking that we aren't being cheated this year. It was actually his will that this is precisely how this year was intended to look. The sooner we receive the truth, the sooner we will actually start to seeing the full fruitfulness of this year. I'm going to read this again. But brothers and sisters, this this word was shared, I don't remember the exact day, but September, October. It was earlier on in the semester. So this isn't a word that was like last week or like, hey, like, no, this was actually a word that, that was given for today, though. Because I, I think this is something for us for today. Because like, we might be looking back over this semester like, man, I could have done so much stuff different. Like, no, actually, like the Lord has intended it to be the way that it is. So that we can actually be and enter into this promise. Like he has, despite what it may have, like we, we could have done or should have done. No, he's going to use that. He uses it for his good. 
I'm, I lied. I'm not actually going to read this again. But, but he wants to do, like, he has more for us. The sooner that we receive the truth, the sooner we'll actually start seeing the full fruitfulness of this year. Let's live in the truth, brothers and sisters. Let's live in the truth. Um, and in this, the last, last thing I'll say for this, this second uh, theme is it's natural for things to die. I think Emily touched on this, but there's been a lot of words shared about this too. Um, it's naturally for things to die. How good it is for us to lay things down before the Lord that we would make sacrifices of joy to the Lord. Um, that like we actually, as we lay things on the altar, that we, we allow these things, these, the selfishness, this self-reliance, um, our fears, our, um, our loneliness, as we lay this on the altar, allow those to die because actually allow new life, um, to rise in us again. That actually new life that the Lord, something must die for things to rise again. Praise the Lord. The Jesus has, has come. He has died and resurrected over that. Please don't mind the water filter. So, okay, the, so that was the, the second one. Surrender to divine providence and trust in his sovereignty. Okay. All right, the third one is the abundant life. This abundant life that we're talking about flows from our worship. That there's power in our worship. Um, so he spoke, worship has the power to change not only how we see ourselves and those around us, but actually to change the realities to make them as, as we were made to be. That we're made for heaven, brothers and sisters. We're made to actually be in the throne room with the Father. And that that's actually where, that like when we worship, we can actually change the reality to be enter into that too. That we can bring, allow heaven to touch earth. There's a word concerning chains breaking, sealing the truth the Lord has spoken to us. We have authority to renounce these lies and to claim the identity that we're made for. That these, this truth that, actually to claim this truth that we're talking about. To live in the truth that we're made for an abundant life. That this is the promise that he has in store for us. And we can claim that because he's given us, by his death and resurrection, the authority to do so. Praise the Lord. So, and so in that, there's, there's been a number of words about... Um, for our community talking about this and the Lord desires to release upon our community a new spirit of authentic worship. He doesn't care necessarily what we say or as long as we're so let me restart. He doesn't care necessarily what we say so long as we are just honest with what we are. That um, that he he didn't come and he's in love with uh with the bridegroom. The <laughs> I'm going to restart this. So he doesn't care necessarily what we say so long as we are being honest. He doesn't want pre-rehearsed worship because he, he's, he's a bridegroom that's in love with the bride, not a tape recorder. Not this pre-rehearsed like worship. He doesn't ma it doesn't matter what's coming out of our mouth. He just wants us to actually speak from the heart. He wants us to actually speak the truth that we've been given and actually speak from our identity as his sons and as his daughters. Because um, him, the bridegroom, is, is pursuing us. And, and seeking to bring us and elevate us into a greater worship. And so, and actually, and this is where these other, these two, the first two words that we shared about the greater promise and the surrender and trust in his, his uh, sovereignty, that through this worship, this is where it's manifested. This is where the fruition of these words can come, come can manifest itself. Because from morning prayer to personal prayer, um, to how we love one another, how we're actually seeking and spending time with one another, from the actually going and and entering into the sacrifice of the mass, 
Um, all of this, all of that is the worship in that it's, it's, it's not about you. It's not about um, what you get from it. It's actually about what you give because that's, that's why it's a sacrifice of worship. It's the surrender as we talked about. And it's as we surrender, the abundant life comes, but that's only going to be, it's not about what we get, it's about what we're giving. And I think through these words, the Lord wants our worship to bear life. A life that's actually going to go depth into the depth, as we talked about. Out beyond the horizon. There's a word shared at one of the other prayer meetings that it was beyond the horizon, where we don't necessarily see, where it's not comfortable, that that's where the Lord has, what the Lord has for us. Because it's going to be, through that, that's where we have, a, we have nothing but Him. Because that's who it's about. It's not about you, it's actually about Jesus. It's about what he's doing in our lives and our hearts. Great. And so now finally, the last, but certainly not least, um, I think this is something where uh, many, many popes in their encyclicals, they end, I know Fulton Sheen certainly always ended every, every book, every letter they wrote with Mary. That Our Lady is interceding and guiding us into this greater promise. I'm going to read that again. Our Lady is interceding and guiding us into this greater promise. So Mary is our matrix uh, uh, of graces and wants to pour abundant graces on us because it's through that intercession, again, that, that where we can come to encounter more fully of the, of the Lord. So, and there's also a word here of, that the Lord has um, that was spoken very beautifully of, of the, through the intercession of Mary. Um, and that actually, in how Israel was promised the Messiah for generations upon generations, and that he actually... And that promise was fulfilled at the Annunciation. Um, and who could have dreamed that God himself would have become incarnate and take on flesh in order to lead and redeem us? Even Mary asked, how can this be? And I think this is often our response. That like, how can this be? How can you do this? How can you? I have these guys in my small group. I have these women in my Bible studies. How can you actually take, like, I know where they're at right now. How can you take them and transform them? How can this be? But this question, the Lord affirms, and the Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you, for nothing is impossible for God. This is from Luke. And this overshadowing of the Holy Spirit recalls the Spirit hovering over the waters at the beginning of creation. And when, when God spoke the existence into, a creation into existence, and that and from that moment, it began to, and fulfilled at the moment of the Annunciation, and then all the way now until to today, where it's that promise is still kept, that He still has, He's still speaking this into existence, because the Holy Spirit is still moving. So this is the word that, that was shared. It says, God is speaking that He wants to overshadow us and bring a, about a new creation, just as He brought forth real, tangible things in the beginning, and the most real and alive person in Mary's womb at the Annunciation. He wants to do the same in our lives, our communities, and in our campuses. That it's going to be through her, through Mary's intercession, that we actually come into and, and see a great into this greater promise. That we're able to actually come into fruition into the greater promise that the Lord has. That he wants to do this in us today. That we can enter into this through a greater appreciation, through a greater love, through a greater gratitude. That actually that he's going to bring this in and fulfill this today. So that, that's the fourth one. Our Lady is interceding and guiding us into this greater promise.
So those are the four. All right, we'll run back over them one more time. Let me find the right sheet. So it's our God, our God is a promise keeper and his promise is for an abundant life. That's the first one. Second one is surrender to divine providence and trust in his sovereignty. The third is the abundant life flows from our worship. Now remember that that promise and th through the promise, we can come to a greater surrender and trust that he's actually going to fulfill those promises and it's going to flow through how we worship. And then the, finally though, it's going to be through the intercession of Mary that she's guiding us into that greater promise. It's going to be how we worship and it's going to be through the intercession of her bringing us and elevating that worship so we can come into that greater promise even more. Great. So, so where does that bring us today? So now, so that was this semester. So that's what the Lord has been speaking now into today. And that he has, he, he has stuff for us today. He has, now he's going to continue to move. Because you might be thinking like, okay, that was good. There's a lot of really good words that were spoken there. That's really, it's really great. But actually like, now what? Like, how do we actually take that and apply that today? Um, and so you might be even thinking, it's like, yeah, okay, classes end tomorrow. Um, most of our people in our groups are, are they're already home. There's already, um, yeah, finals are next week. Like, great. Like, now what? How do we actually do this? Well, it's like the Lord actually wants to actually bring us into more of an understanding about this. Um, and he wants us to actually continue to live and so that we can reverberate. Remember from the beginning of the story that, like, we take these words and we're actually going to allow it to reverberate across and into our break and into the, our, the men and women in our small groups and our Bible studies. So, and then, then on top of that, this is where the practical thing of, this is where Phantom and Flame comes in. This is where Phantom and Flame is actually like so timely and so perfectly placed because this is now, the Lord has been speaking to us, promising us this life out of abundance, that through our worship, it's going to elevate us. But actually like, again, it's not like that, that decaying log that's just going to like stamp it, but actually... This is the time where we get to reverberate and actually invite people into this, our life with us. And that, that's what Fan in the Flame is for. It's for us to actually come and invite our brothers and sisters that we've been walking with. And now like, hey, like, now it's your turn to like be struck and allow you to also continue to reverberate. And it's not for, for SBO's sake. It's not for your sake. It's actually for their sake and for the kingdom. That actually like the kingdom is going to be blessed by how they're impacted and what the Lord does over Fan in the Flame. But, brothers and sisters, this doesn't wait until February 5th. This doesn't wait until we get back next semester to actually, like, okay, now start this process again. No, actually, like, this starts tonight. It starts today where we get to actually come and encounter with the, our living God in our worship today, tonight. And we get to invite our brothers and sisters into this life with us today and tonight. Um, so in a moment, I'm going to ask you, we're going to invite our, our um, those people in our small groups. If you haven't done so already, we're... We're going to invite them. Even if you have already, maybe it's just a reminder text. But I think in this, we're going to do that in a second. So, giddy up. But also that is everyday reminder that we continue to live that promise. Because um, this is going to take discipline for us. That it's, again, it's every day. Like it starts tonight, but it's, again, tomorrow. We get to wake up and we're going to do it. We get to choose that promise and actually live in this. It's going to take discipline and effort. Because I know every single one of you, you'll have the desire to do it, but now it's all, the next step is, okay, do you have the discipline to actually apply that to your life? I know you have the, the, the desire to like, oh, I want to change my life. I want to actually give. I want to accept this promise. I want to do these things. Like, great. Well, now the next step is actually taking the discipline and doing it and talking to your brothers and sisters. Okay, how can I actually do this every single day? 
because it's actually it's only it's not gonna be your strength because the only way that we're able to do this brothers and sisters is going to be through the holy spirit and how the holy spirit comes down and actually gives us the strength and the courage to be able to have the discipline to do it um so praise god it doesn't it doesn't come down to us white knuckling it to get the result that we want. No, it's actually going to be the Holy Spirit who's moving us and elevating again our worship into the greater promise. Um, and so, and I, I want to pause here too for just a moment that like we talk about, we about SPO, that actually at SPO, the Father has a blessing and a special gift for the SPO. But actually, I just want to say we are SPO. You, right here, right now, like you make up SPO. SPO isn't just some other thing. Like you belong here and which makes you a part of this body, which makes up SPO. And so at the heart of SPO, the Holy Spirit has a, we have a very special and particular relationship with the Holy Spirit because of what the Father has been doing and the Spirit has been breathing into um, us as a people since the since SPO became a thing back in the 80s. But that, but you're a part of that. You're not, this isn't some other thing that happened back in the 80s. This is actually a part of your history that actually now today we get to actually have that relationship with the Holy Spirit by baptism of, of what we've, what, by our baptism and then getting to pray for a greater outpouring of the Spirit. You're a part of this as well. And Fan and Flame is what makes SPO SPO because it is here that we, the people that make up SPO, it's we as this spirit, we begin to start living this new life in the spirit. That we can be, it's at fan of the flame that we actually start beginning to choose. And I understand now a number of, there's a few people, part of that might be listening to this, that never went on fan of flame. They might not have experienced the, the baptism of the Holy Spirit that happens at fan of the flame. And that's okay, but the, I, you're still a part of this still. And the Lord has more for you too. And even for those that, like myself, that have been on fan of the flame a number of times, but actually like the Lord still has a newness for me today. And and by and that baptism of the Holy Spirit is is something that's just constantly renewed and constantly where it's a living it every single day. It's waking up and choosing. Okay, like I choose this promise today, and it's not like walking away um, and like okay, that was a really cool um, experience that I ha- happened last year. No, actually, like let's let's l- allow that to happen today. And so now, no matter like where you're at with this, as we're talking about fan and flame, as we're talking about even like you being a part of the SBO and even hearing these words. Of that, like, there's an abundant life for you. That there's like a greater point in our worship. No matter where you're at, like, this is the part where it's just like, I'm gonna ask you, just great, obey anyways, right? But I think we've talked about this before, but it's like, great, like, well, actually, this don't hear this from Michael. Hear this actually from the Father. That no, like, okay, if you haven't done so, well, tonight's like, let's start tonight by surrendering. Great. What are your doubts? What are your fears? What are the uncertainties? What are your um, your hopes, your dreams, the things you're excited about? Like, let's let's surrender that. Let's place that on the altar and actually trust the Father's going to bless that. Because it's it's, and what that's going to look like is we're going to start doing that tonight. But I'm going to say this now that like, and I want to bring this in. I want to bring you guys into this with me that I'm going to commit every single day over break. That starting tomorrow, I'm gonna wake up and I'm gonna hit my knees. And the first thing I'm gonna say, I'm gonna do is I'm gonna pray, like Father, may you actually bring about a greater awareness of the promise. May I live in your promise today, Father. That that it can be that simple of a prayer. Like Father, may I live in your promise today and being aware of the ways that you're working 
in my life that I may be, enter into that abundant life with you. I'm going to start, I'm going to hit my knees and pray that prayer every day, some form or fashion. You can make it your own words, but I'm going to, pr- I'm going to, cause I, I don't do this where I like, I pray in the morning, but I don't necessarily hit my knees. But I think having that action of actually like getting down on my knees and humbling myself and actually trusting that the Lord and the father is listening, you know, that we can actually have that, that trust because again, he's given us that authority by his blood. He's given us that and he's welcoming us into that, that relationship with him. Praise the Lord. So tonight, as I mentioned earlier, I want everyone right now to, to pull out your phone. You're going to get a link. The link is in the, the formation group chat. So you sh- it should already be there. I want everyone to, to copy and paste and send it to your men's group, your women's group, your Bible study, or just whoever might be in your heart to like, hey, this person really needs to experience this. Um, because who is it that we want to like allow what the Holy Spirit and what the Lord and the Father has been doing in our heart and in our community? And who do we want it to reverberate to? that we can continue to allow this to reverberate all across the water. Um, and so I'll pull your phones out. And I know you have co-leads, so great. Message your co-lead, okay, hey, I'm texting this group of people, you text that group of people. I, w- I would recommend doing it, you know, texting each person individually, so you're not like just one big group chat, but each individual person. And just put your own co- conviction statement of like, hey, I really think that like this is gonna be something really powerful. This is the way the Lord worked in my life over this weekend, here's the link. Boom. Um, so I want everyone to do that right now. So take some time, pull it out, um, pull your phone out, and actually like w- let's send this text because this is the way that we can actually trust that the Father has worked this semester in those relationships. That He's actually about a great work, and we can trust that like He's going to do something continually at Fan in the Flame. Um, and so, so that's tonight. So I think, and now as you're doing that, I'm sure you're pulling your phones out as I'm still speaking. Now, like as we go into worship. Let's come before the Father and let's actually, great, Jesus, I surrender these relationships to you. I surrender my hopes, my expectations. I surrender my fear of what they might think of me. I surrender all of this to you, Lord. And we're going to come in and we're going to worship. And we're going to allow actually Mary to intercede for us that we may elevate our worship tonight and that the Father may speak again a direction, speak again amongst our community where he's leading us and that we actually listen and be attentive to his words tonight. So, Father, we we welcome you here. Jesus, let your will be done tonight. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, guys. I love you guys. Grateful to be with you all. Praying for all of you.